The Lord is our shepherd. He promises to take care of each one of us like a good shepherd tends to his sheep. Today, we're learning how to depend on him for guidance and protection with Bianca Oltoff, Kathy Laurie, Cheryl Salem, and Robin Wilkerson. Come on, join us. So today I want to talk about Jesus as our shepherd, Mm -hmm. our good shepherd. So in John, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And then in Psalm 23, we have David writing this beautiful song about the Lord being our shepherd Mm -hmm. and that he leads us to still waters. And it's this beautiful visual. But I'm a Southern California girl. In fact, I was raised in Los Angeles and I live in Orange County. The idea of a shepherd just feels very foreign to me. Um, But growing up and now understanding the role of a good father and And I know that that might be lost for a lot of people. So for those that don't have a great relationship with their dad, Mm -hmm. I think that this restores the beauty of a protector. And so David takes us on this journey of God being our great protector. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Hebrew word is Jehovah Ra'ah. And I love, I love that. And now as a parent, I'm a step-parent to two kids, two teenagers. Pray for me, because teenagers, I mean, just need an extra dose of grace in that season. You can make it. Because some days I don't think I'm saved. I'm like, wow. But this idea of Jesus being our good shepherd and him being our protector and learning from my parents, learning now as a parent that we get to play this role and the greater understanding that we have of Jesus as our good shepherd. I think that that manifests itself in how we raise our children or how we serve at church or how we serve our community. So I'm interested, where have you seen (laughs) Jesus show up as your mentor, as your guide, as your protector? Mm. I would go all the way back to when I was a young girl and first married. And I married Greg when I was 18. And um, my parents were not thrilled with us getting married because Greg didn't look like he had the greatest prospects at the time. (laughs) And um, did he have his long hair? He had his long hair. His mother had been married and divorced seven times. My parents were very, very cautious. And here I was, this young girl dating Greg at 16, 17. Anyway, we got married. Um, My parents did come to the wedding, did pay for the wedding. But after that, I determined I would never look to my mom and dad for financial support. Mm -hmm. And boy, did we have some lean days in those early days. We really struggled. And it was during those days that I saw when we had so little that Jesus was everything. Yeah. And when I think of a shepherd, I think of how he is everything to us. He is our guide He directs us, he protects us, he heals us. He is with us in the hardest times. But for me in those early days, I saw him as my provider. And I never, ever had to go to my mom and dad for anything Jesus provided, everything we needed. And it would be so funny. At the end of the week, there wouldn't be two cans of beans in that cupboard. (laughs) Everything, I budgeted everything, $20 a week for groceries. And we had so little, but... By the end of the week, we had just enough. And when things got really lean, the Lord would drop an art job in Greg's lap because Greg was an artist. He could design some graphics for somebody. And just moment by moment, I saw God be provider and guide. And I will never trade those early days for anything in all the world. I am so grateful I learned those lessons then because I believe even today, you know, it's easy to, you know, look at your bank account or your savings or your, you know, your the church or responsibilities that you have and how God has blessed you over the years. And we're never to look at those things as those are the things that are providing for me. It's always the Lord. I'm so grateful for that. I love that. Yeah. You know, I love that Jesus 
when, when David says the Lord is my shepherd, mm -hmm. the one who is present, he's the one right. with me right now. And that when he says, I shall not want, that doesn't necessarily um, say I'm, I'm in no need, but it talks about God's supply. Yeah. I shall not want, that means I have everything in him, that mm. it's the greatest mm -hmm. asset that I could possibly have is that I'm completely at a supply mm. for everything that I need so that I don't lack anything. And if I don't have it now, God's timing is always perfect for what I, I do. That. And that I shall right. not want. And sometimes it's moment by moment. Exactly. I mean, when he really becomes your shepherd, yeah. he's with you always. And that is something that we tend to spend a little time with him here, spend a little time with him there. But as shepherd, he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. I love that scripture where it says, he never leaves us, never forsakes us. In the Greek, it means that he doesn't ever turn his back on us. That's right. He doesn't go to sleep with us and turn his back on us like a roommate. He's always a lover. He's always protecting. He's always going to be with us. And those of you who know my life, you know every moment, not just every day, yeah. every moment there were times he walked me through grief, through cancer, mm -hmm. through all kinds of different sicknesses. Mm -hmm. And he's, he never wow. leaves us. Even when it looks like he's abandoned us, mm -hmm. it's actually when he's there with us the most. Mm -hmm. He is. And yet nobody, when people look at your life, sometimes they can't see that. Right. But you know. Right. You know that shepherd is, that staff's reaching mm. out there and grabbing mm. you when you're trying to wander off. Mm. And he's pulling you back <laughs> close. Sometimes he'll grab that back leg to say, you wander off again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you wandering. Yep. I need you close. And that takes me to that John 10, 10, where yes. it talks about the intimacy mm -hmm. of the shepherd yep. with the sheep. The sheep know his voice. So that puts it on me mm -hmm. to know is to listen to him. People say, I don't know if that was God or the devil. Really? You don't know if it was the one who loved you more than anything in the world mm -hmm. or the one who hates you mm -hmm. more than it. That tells me you mm -hmm. don't spend enough time with the shepherd mm -hmm. <laughs> because when you spend time with the shepherd, mm -hmm. you know what he sounds mm -hmm. like. And He will walk you through. He walks you through the hardest times, not just the good ones. Absolutely. The hard and, and He Amen does it in the now. You know, God's real in the now. Yeah. I was coming to uh, be with Lori at an, at an event, and my husband was going to come, and we were actually packed. And I woke up that morning, and I turned to Him, and we had been on the phone with them, and there was no reason in the natural for me. You know what I'm saying, in the natural. And I turned to him, I said, you know, Rich, I think you ought to go see the kids. And he was looking at me like, what are you talking about? And I'm going with you, he said. And I said, I think you ought to go see the kids. And he looked at me again, and I'm not like this because I'm into the plan. Mm -hmm. I got to go with the plan. <laughs> and Not said, spontaneous. No. <laughs> and uh, he said, really? And he said, okay. And so he went and got on the airplane. And uh, long story short, while he was on the airplane, uh, circumstances unfolded in my children's life mm. where unforeseen, it so happened mm. that my son called me and he was in a moment where he needed his dad. Mm. Oh, wow. And literally, when I tell you this, 
impossibly. He broke down in tears, my 40-year-old kid, and he said, Mom, Dad, is it going to be here? Mm -hmm. And when um, my husband got off the airplane, my kid couldn't believe it, and he said, Dad, you're not really here. (laughs) And my husband had to take video on the phone (laughs) and say, look, I'm in the airport. And he took the rent car, drove straight to his house, and and the kid fell in his arms. Now, why am I telling you that story? (laughs) Because the Holy Spirit knew that my son just needed his dad. Now, all that was about the fact (laughs) that God cares Mm -hmm. for us Mm -hmm. in our moment Mm -hmm. when we need. He's our shepherd. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think sometimes we forget that God cares about the small things. Now, that was not life and death for my son. But in that moment, Mm -hmm. it was to him. It was to him. And I'm so grateful that I can count on him. And Mm -hmm. we can hear the Holy Spirit because we're led of the Spirit. I love the verse, for all who are led by the Spirit of God, are sons of God, yes. Roman 8, 14. <laughs> and it's alive in us. Yes, it is. The Spirit is alive in us today. But sometimes we don't want to hear oh, what He's leading. Cheryl. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes we have our own plan and yeah. our own idea. Mm-hmm. And I can think back 40 years ago when I first finished my Miss America year, I went to Hollywood, everything was falling perfectly into place, and I got offered the host of Entertainment Tonight. It was the first year for Entertainment Tonight, and they offered me the host job. And I mean, everything up until then was so easy to say. (laughs) I know. That's kind of a big deal. But now she's on Better Together. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. And the truth is, there were many things that were offered, you know. I don't even have to pray about that. No, Mm -hmm. no, no. But this, Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. I can be myself. I can still preach on the weekends. I can still, this is a great thing, God. So I'm working my shepherd. Father, I know this is the right thing for me. (laughs) It will help you be glorified. I was working him. And eventually I stopped talking, which I think is the biggest issue with prayer, is we talk too much. Mm. We don't listen enough because the shepherd wants to talk to us. Mm -hmm. Right. And I finally stopped talking, and he made one sentence to me that changed my direction, my future, and my life Mm -hmm. 41 years later. Mm -hmm. He said, before they become like you, you will become like them. Mm. Shepherd. Yeah. It looked right. I wanted to do it. Yeah. There are times the shepherd will tell you things that you don't want to hear, but he's protecting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's right. surrounding you. He knows about us what we don't even know. I thought I'd survived a homeless America year and I had not sinned. Mm. Yeah, I can do this. <laughs> you know, yeah. but God was like, but no, you can't. You yeah. can't because you will be infiltrated mm-hmm. with the whole yeah. culture and you won't be able to do it at that time, at that moment. Mm-hmm. 41 years later, I hear that in my head. Thank God he protected me. Because I was thinking I was big enough witness to change Mm -hmm. everybody I met. And sometimes 
people will change you before you change them. Oh, wow. Right. And the shepherd will wow. protect you. Yeah. Yeah. So the ability to hear our shepherd's voice, that sensitivity to, yeah. oh, God, what are you talking to me to do right now yeah. is going to be so vitally important. Yes. And the reason why yeah. these stories matter is because so many people are facing financial instability, mm -hmm. relational issues, because the pandemic has separated and yeah. brought a lot of stuff to the surface. We talk about the long-term effects of what separation has done within the church and outside of the church. So my husband and I are church planners, and listening to these stories and testimonies is powerful. And I, I don't want people to think, oh, well, these are just stories that happened to you. Mm -hmm. These are testimonies mm -hmm. of like, the Lord did it for us here. Right. The Lord is going to do it for you there. Yes. He is right. faithful. Right. He is a shepherd. If you look at Psalm 23, just the attributes of a nature of a good shepherd who loves us and wants to pour into us. In this pandemic year, uh, my husband and I church planted mm. now just two years ago. Mm. So a just year time. Timing. Yes, I yes. know. Right so we had only That's been, hard. we had only met together for a year and we finally were gathering our footing and then the pandemic happened. Yeah. And in that moment, I needed to know, not just read, not sing, not write that the Lord is my shepherd or my guide. Mm -hmm. We straight up needed a guide because we That's felt right, lost. Right, right. Yeah. We were like, where do we go? We're yeah. the wandering wow. tribe of Israel. At least they had a yeah. tent. We had nothing. We had absolutely <laughs> nothing. And God met us so faithfully yes, and so good. Did. So for people that are like coming out of a really crazy season, really tumultuous season, mm -hmm. to hear that God will provide financially, that God will provide relationally, that God will provide intuitively through the power of His yeah. Spirit. Yeah. This is what I want people to hold on to and know yes, and remember. That this isn't just happen for holy, uber, you know, pastors. Mm -hmm. And no. the Spirit of God mm -hmm. is wooing us, right. beckoning yes. to us, talking to us now, to guide us now, to yeah. lead us now. Yeah. And that's the importance that Amen. I want people to hold on to. Yes. If he did it for David, <laughs> he did it for the New Testament, the yes. church of the New Testament, he's going to mm -hmm. do it today. Absolutely. He has not left us. He's not forsaken us. No. He will guide us to still waters. He will anoint us. Yes. He will set a table before us in the presence of our enemy, and he will not let us go. No, absolutely. I love what Lori said earlier, that he is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. He's my shepherd. <laughs> That's you know, I think sometimes we feel like um, God is busy with the important people. God is busy doing big things, and my little life doesn't matter, that he's not aware of it. But um, there are times when we go through those seasons of the valley of the shadow of death where you need to know he is your shepherd. Yeah and that he is present with you and he is walking with you. And this Psalm, there are so many times in the middle of the night where I couldn't sleep, where I had to refocus my thoughts because the enemy is right there with every fear, every worry, every what if, every right. if only, and it can overwhelm you and just tie you up. In the middle of the night, I will oftentimes go back to this Psalm in the dark, I'll, I'll lift my arms up yeah. and just stretch out and go, the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. I shall not want. And he provides and guides and protects and never leaves us. Mm -hmm. It's so true. But we, we do need to have that intimacy with him. Not just a book somebody else wrote, right. not just a story somebody else lived, mm -hmm. but our own testimony right. of his being a faithful shepherd to us. I love that, that a shepherd doesn't drive from behind. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. He calls. Yeah. He calls to come. He calls. You know, and I don't know about you, but I've seen videos of shepherds and hundreds of sheep. <laughs> and when the shepherds get together to talk or hang out for a minute, the sheep just all mm. intermingle <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever seen it or not, but when those shepherds separate and start talking, those sheep just go to, go to their shepherds and it's just 
it's to just, know his voice. You know, because they know his voice. Mm -hmm. So what that says to me is that if Jesus is calling us forward, then yes. he's walking through mm -hmm. everything in front of us. Yeah. And so our future mm -hmm. is our friend. Yeah. Because Jesus has That's been good. there. Jesus is calling us, come over here, you know, and then the one, and he holds to his bosom. Because I think becoming sheep, if there's a shepherd, then there's sheep. So right. we're hopefully all sheep. <laughs> yes. If you're renewed and you're a believer in Christ, you're a sheep. Right. If you're not, you're a goat or a wolf. Right. Right? That's kind of right. what the Bible separates. That's but the reality. sheep, yep. he tends to them and they're yeah. feeble and vulnerable. Vulnerable. <laughs> and they're foolish. And he's got their heart. Mm. Yes. You know, he's got the heart for a sheep, which is it's so beautiful to me because anytime we're or hurting or or lost, yeah. he's right there, mm -hmm. and then he just holds us, you know. And if we can feel that embrace of God, and true sheep are not afraid to follow the shepherd, mm -hmm. right? Without having to have a plan or an explanation, mm -hmm. I think a lot yes. of fear had to be dealt with over all these last uh, months that we've gone through. And I think a lot of sheep have come up to realize the only thing I can trust mm -hmm. is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. The only thing, I, I don't trust my emotions. I don't mm -hmm. trust my mind. I don't even trust the information yeah. that's coming at me, but I can trust my shepherd. Mm -hmm. My shepherd knows what I can't possibly know. Mm -hmm. He can lead me where I can't possibly go. Mm -hmm. He is in front of me, mm -hmm. always saying, okay, this is a safe place, come this way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it still comes back to us. Do we trust the voice of the shepherd? Mm -hmm. If we know him, mm -hmm. really know him, not religious, mm -hmm. but relationship. If we know him, we trust him. I haven't had this thought till just this moment, mm -hmm. but we're talking about shepherds and we're talking about a word that I haven't thought of in years, shepherding. Mm -hmm. And there was a time, in the 70s. a long time ago, <laughs> mm -hmm. where that word got thrown around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of our ideas here today is we we're asking the question, how do you know? How do you hear God's voice? Mm -hmm. And I'm a pastor and I've had the privilege to be a Christian a long time. And I think it's a good idea that we want to talk about. And how do you know? And the idea for mm -hmm. maybe somebody who's listening to us today is that idea of shepherding was sometimes got mixed up mm -hmm. right? because sometimes there were pastors or leaders, even cell group leaders who became self-appointed right. and the term yeah. shepherding was they became a shepherd mm -hmm. over people. Mm -hmm. right. And I think it's important yeah. that we talk about the idea that there are ways to hear the voice of God. And the very first, most important way is to read yes. the Bible. <laughs> yes. Listen to his yes. word. And, novel and idea. We often, sometimes I get very surprised and maybe even shocked yeah. that I have people that I see often in church mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They serve in church, mm -hmm. they give, mm -hmm. and I get surprised mm -hmm. because I'll be in conversation and they'll come up with ideas and I'll think to myself, oh my, mm -hmm. 
dear, you have not read the Bible. (laughs) And I'll even have conversations where I'll have someone ask me to pray with them. And it'll be things like, you know, I am asking the Lord to pray with me about, and then fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And it'll be so far away from what the scripture teaches about something like, and it'll be so far off God's word Mm -hmm. that I'll know you can't be praying (laughs) about that married man being your boyfriend (laughs) because that violates God's word. So the very first thing that we know about how to hear Mm -hmm. God's word, how to hear God's will (laughs) is to read the Bible. And I just want to just make that point that we can hear God's spirit if we will just simply start by reading his word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The very word rock uh, is the breath of God. Yes. And so, so many times we think about the breath of God as if he's a mighty blowing wind, but yet the breath of God is his word ever so close to us. We yeah. feel his breath. And when I feel his breath, then I'm so intimate with him that I know when he breathes mm-hmm. on me, just not blow, but Mm-hmm. Yeah. The breath of God, and that is the Word of yeah, God ever speaking to my spirit, yeah, yeah. calling me forth to yeah. come out of the mess yeah. and come and be with me. I think that's the greatest thing that I've learned over 40 years is how to just be with God and not think that my doing for Him is pleasing to Him, mm-hmm. but my being with Him. Mm-hmm. He is my shepherd I shall not lack because I am with Him. Mm-hmm. So how can I lack any good thing when that's I am right. with I Him? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But if I step away from Him and say, come over here, shepherd, <laughs> I'm over here, I need you to, He's like, well, I'm over here. <laughs> so you need to come back over here if you wanna feel my breath. Yeah. Open your Bible and start reading and let yes. God speak to you. And then that still small voice of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that just, you know, that you know, mm-hmm. that you know. Mm-hmm. He's saying, don't Here's do that this. or do this. And so many times we're always looking, the older you get, the more you hear God tell you don't do things. <laughs> when you're younger, you're looking for God to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. The older I get, the more I hear him tell me what not to do. (laughs) And that's where it's so important that as you talk about hearing the shepherd's voice, that we're able to hear all that he has to say in this book. That we're not just picking and choosing our favorite promises and assurances and God is for me and he's never against me and that he's gonna provide. All of the things that we want to hear, Mm -hmm. but we're not hearing his warnings. Mm -hmm. That we're not hearing the conviction of the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. over sin in our lives. That we don't understand the full counsel of God because we have picked and chosen, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, you know, uh, kids when they wanna eat just candy, you know, they just wanna have candy. Candy. We just came out of Easter and I can bear witness to this. And my <laughs> grandchildren, they yep, were just yep, want just candy, okay. candy, candy all day long. But to read the word of God right. systematically, daily, feeding yourself, hearing his voice daily. This is the lie detector. This is where we're yes. going to be able to tell the, yes. the voice of the enemy from the voice of truth is if we are faithful to abide in his word, which is his voice. And that's how we know the shepherd's voice. That's so good. And then praying in the Holy Ghost too. Right? <laughs> praying in the Holy Ghost. And, and as Corinthians mm-hmm. tells us, then ask for the interpretation. Mm-hmm. It's not just praying in the Holy Ghost, which edifies us and helps us and strengthens us. And science has proven 
and it even makes us feel better about ourselves when we pray in the Holy Ghost, but then asking Him to interpret. Mm -hmm. Give me the interpretation of what I just prayed according to Corinthians so that I can hear and my mind can be mm -hmm. edified so that I can mm -hmm. know what I'm praying. Mm -hmm. He wants to speak to us mm -hmm. in so many ways, but we run so far away and He's not going to shout. No. Right. He's a little tiny, small voice that speaks and, in intimacy. And he tells us that the Word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, and it's able to divide asunder mm -hmm. between soul and spirit, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Ooh. And that's why we need His Word, that, to that, know what's right. That word there in the Greek is diostomos, and mm. it means it cuts both ways. It means His mouth, then my mouth. So Beautiful. when I say mm. what He says, mm. agree. now it cuts both ways inside of me. Now I'm proclaiming, professing, praying what He said. Yeah. And now I can really hear Him because I audibly hear Him through my own voice when I read His Word. Beautiful. I love it. Let's put this into practice. Let's yeah. ask for the Good Shepherd yeah. to reveal Himself to us through His Word, yes. and that the Good Shepherd would give us a hunger and a desire to dive into His Word, to know and hear His voice. Will you join me in prayer, ladies? Yes. Heavenly Father, we come before You and we thank You in advance for the work that You are gonna do in the hearts, the lives, and the minds of people that are watching right now. Yeah. I pray, Good Shepherd, that we so know Your voice. We get so close to You, it is that breath that we feel on our face, God. I pray that there is a hunger yes. to dive into Your Word, and not just a hunger to dive into Your Word, but that Your Spirit will illuminate the Word so that we can apply it yes. to our lives. May it not just be black letters on white pages, but it may it be active and alive, like Your Word says, sharper than a two-edged sword to pierce bone and marrow. So we are asking for that revelation down yes. from heaven, God, yes. as we read Your Word, that we know You, that we hear You, that we discover You, and most importantly, that we learn to love You. We give You all honor, all glory, yes, and all praise, Jesus. our good, good shepherd, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. amen.